Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Well, Trey, I want to start you off with uh, an interesting question. Actually, there are two different questions, but they are concerning the same player. And uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company, Life In Feedback. Dylan says, if Gums is committed to Arkansas, why is he going on a visit this weekend to another school? Then Larry says, Trey, what's up with our new tight end commit? Varkey's Gums. We just landed him out of the portal, but he's announced this afternoon that he's going to Cal this weekend for an official visit. Have I missed something, or is he going for a free vacation? I, don't, I mean, at this point, if you're taking visits, then I don't think you're committed. I agree. So I, I don't know that I would necessarily count Varkey's Gums as an Arkansas commitment. If he's taking an official visit to another school as a transfer, uh, I wouldn't say that looks very good for Arkansas. So I don't know what happened there. I mean, maybe Arkansas gets him back, but uh, I've seen this kind of stuff play out before. I don't think that looks very good. Well, the question, does Sam Pittman, what is his attitude or approach towards a situation like this? Well, I think Sam Pittman's kind of in a rock and a hard between a rock and a hard place because there's not a lot of tight ends out there, and Arkansas needs two tight ends out of the portal, and this would be one if they can hold on to him, and so, and they need one more, in my opinion. So, that's not a very good situation. Doesn't feel like you're leveraging much power when there's not a whole lot of options out there, and this guy was, you know, considered a big get. So. Yeah, it's, if they lose this guy, I think that's disappointing, mm. especially considering, you know, I mean, they're just – they've got some talent tied in. They're just very young. They don't have – you need to be in a college weight room for a while if you're going to play tight end in the SEC. And, yeah, you know, they've got some guys that are going to be able to catch passes and make plays, but when it's short yardage, I mean, your best option might be trying to find an offensive lineman at this point. So I, I don't like – I don't like that for Arkansas. I mean, you're taking a visit that late. That's, uh, I mean, feel like you got the work. You know, you got the work done, but you still got what three weeks for graduation this week and two more weeks. So until you know guys start enrolling and stuff. So um, the work's not done until they're on campus. I mean, the kid that uh, obviously jumps off of the page that seems. Maybe as close among the youngsters that tied in would be Ty Washington. But yeah. I think Ty could still use plenty of time at the uh, training table and the weight room. But um, he's I mean, about he's probably the guy that fits both worlds right. most. You know, you know, Bax is is an all right player. I don't mean to say Bax can't get it done, but well, I mean I guess I kinda do because I mean, he's a he's a he's an all right blocker. He's not a great devastating blocker or something, um, and he's not a great receiver either. He he doesn't do a whole lot with the ball when he catches it, um, you know. But he's a he's a good enough player. But they need somebody who can do both, and 
Ty Washington is probably the closest guy to that on campus right now. Um, you know, but what I could see in the spring was look like Luke Haz was was ahead of him. Uh, you know, just you know, in his ball catching ability and whatnot. And Samar Easter will be there, but you know, you come out the first day and two tight end set. You know, you're in 12 personnel with two tight ends on the field. You 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 know. You need tight ends to be able to do that and to be able to do that in practice. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't like this for Arkansas. It, it sounds like they've got some work to do. I don't think that they're in a situation to say, hey, if you take other visits and you're not committed here anymore. Uh, I mean, I don't think that you have any, any real leverage when it comes to that. Do we have any further updates on Quincy McAdoo, yeah, second Razorback who has now been involved in a – car accident uh Jaden wilson missed all of spring hopefully he'll be ready by the fall do we know the extent of the injuries involving quincy mcadoo well last year trey knox and i believe jaqueline crawford mm-hmm. was with him yeah, were involved in a right. car accident right yeah so it seems like that's happening a lot lately um i don't know the extent of the injuries uh i know that he was you know in pretty bad shape, obviously, uh, but I don't know the extent of the injuries. And I, I just know what you guys know, non-life-threatening, and hopefully he's going to be okay. I'm sure we'll find out some more, not too much farther down the line. But uh, it's very unfortunate for him. I mean, not just football, obviously. That's your that's your sure. life. So glad that he's okay. And, you know, as far as not having life-threatening injuries, but I don't know the extent of his injuries. All right, uh, you mentioned this almost in passing, but kind of circling back uh, to the tight end position, you mentioned something about offensive linemen. Are you thinking you would look in the portal, find maybe one of those offensive linemen that's 6'4", 6'5", maybe 280, 290, that's underweight in regards to the SEC, but yes, uh, have, would have the flexibility to play maybe, if nothing else, as a blocking tight end. Maybe if he could receive the ball, that would be an, an added bonus. Or would you look at uh, – I mean, I can't I'm, – I'm looking down the, the possibilities. Um, I don't like that scenario at all, Randy. That didn't sound <laughs> – that didn't sound fun. Did you not say <laughs> offensive lineman? Did you not – I mean, that's – I was just thinking on the, on the team currently, like if you – Moves, bump somebody over there. You're in that's what. That's what I was leading to. Which, uh, which, yeah. which direction would you go? Would you look at your existing roster or look at the transfer portal for that guy that's six five, two eighty five, and maybe play him at the tight end spot? I think I would probably just stop playing twelve personnel. Okay, for starters. But well, they don't have a tight. That, they don't, they don't even I look in the portal. Then using an extra tight end, using an extra offensive lineman as a tight end. I mean, I, I just don't know that there's a lot of good options right now at this point, you know. Like, there's not a lot of great tight ends out there. There might be a guy here or there, but they need two, in my opinion. Well, I'm just uh, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. Uh, you might want to put this in the um, ear of someone. He's on the defensive side. I think Nico Davier. Could give you some help at that tight end position. Tight end, yeah. Yeah, defensive end might be the one position you could maybe afford to 
to give somebody a look. He is a very good athlete. Yeah, played basketball. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's maybe that's something to consider, especially when you're in short yardage because he goes about two seventy five, two eighty. Well, Coach Biddy, I think. I'm just trying to help out, Coach Biddy. Hey, <laughs> any I'm welcome to any ideas. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of these guys. I'm on to Sam. I'll say, hey, Randy Rainwater. Oh uh, no, Coach Biddy. Thinks this might Co- work. Coach Biddy thinks this is a great idea. Nikki, Nico <laughs> Davier. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Uh, B. A. Hog. From our Asher Record Service company, Life in Feedback. Trey, I've heard you use this term fairly often. Can you elaborate as to what 12 personnel means in offensive terms? Right. So the first number always means running backs, and the second number always means tight ends. And then everything just falls into place after that. You can assume after that. So 12 personnel would mean one running back, two tight ends, 11 personnel. And obviously you're going to have, you know, couple wide receivers in that, in that set. Uh, 11 personnel is going to be one running back, one tight end, and then, again, you're going to have three wide receivers in that set. So everything falls into place after you name those two two spots. 13 personnel, one running back, three tight ends, one wide receiver. So that's how that works. But you don't say that very often. Uh, Larry says, one more question about gums. Could this have anything to do with our new position coach? Tight ends have been really quiet in recruiting lately. Well, I mean, he did secure commitments from Shamar Easter and uh, and Luke has. I mean, so that's definitely notable. Wasn't obviously the guy that get, got them to commit to Arkansas in the first place, but did retain them. Um, so that's definitely notable. But aside from that, you know, I, I mean, getting gums was a, pretty big get it just are you going to be able to hold on to them because if you're not then yeah i mean that doesn't look like you know i don't know what the word is that isn't that's not good <laughs> so um does this smack tray of the nil I, I don't know can cal outdo arkansas i don't know NIL? you wouldn't uh, think I mean, so would you yeah you wouldn't think so i don't know Maybe Plus, maybe he's. I but mean, does again, this not seem out of the blue? There. Maybe he's just visiting there. But I just I don't understand why at this point, after you committed, that you would take that visit unless you were decommitting. Where so. he finds out what it costs to live in Berkeley as compared to Fayetteville. <laughs> yeah. You'll need yeah. double the nil. I, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there, gentlemen, as a as a question, because this seems out of the blue. This just. Out of the blue, so. I mean, their football stadium is not impressive. They were, I mean, they're four and eight last year. I don't know. Maybe they just throw the tight end like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to suggest that Arkansas doesn't throw the tight end. Is that what you're saying? Maybe I don't know. I don't know what what's going on exactly. I just it just seems I don't know. It's not good. I don't think. I mean, that, that, he was a, he was a. I think that was a, a really nice get for Arkansas out of the transfer portal. So, got to be disappointing. Well, I want to cheer you up, Trey. So let's t- let's talk about this this subject. Linebackers numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want you to start crying on the air. I mean, I I don't want that to happen. Um, that is, it was, I guess you could now say official. 
that the extended college football playoff dates, bowl assignments officially released for the 2024 and 2025 seasons. Now, Rick and I were talking earlier about how fast time moves. This is going to be a football junkies uh, heaven, so to speak, because you're going to have college football going on with the playoffs. Then you combine that with the NFL as they come down to their stretch run with their playoffs. It, it can't get much better than this. Yeah, uh, it would be better if it was 2023 season. <laughs> Uh, Rick Arkansas. couldn't get that approved. Rick, <laughs> Rick right. fought against that. I think that Arkansas, I mean, just based on having KJ Jefferson this year, would have a better chance to possibly get in, you know, in 2023 versus 2024 when you don't have KJ. Who knows what the team will look like then with transfer portal and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you got football December 20th, December 21st. And then on December 31st and January 1st, and then January 9th, January 10th, and then January 20th. So we've extended it all the way out to January 20th, and we started a little earlier with it. I, it's, I think it'll be a fun thing. I mean, I don't know. You know, I think the argument against it has always been it'll diminish the regular season. We'll see. We'll see if it does that. It could make the regular season more enticing because you got more teams that are still in the hunt for. Uh, for making the playoffs. So uh, I think ultimately when it all shakes out, it's just going to be a lot of window dressing and the same programs are going to end up in the semifinals and the college football national championship. Just kind of like, you know, you look at uh, 1AA playoffs, it's the same thing. You know, they've got a huge field and it's the same teams at the end year after year. I think the one thing it does is, I think you're exactly right, but I think, Playing those first four games on campus, I think is a pretty big. Or first two games, whatever yeah. it is on campus, that that's kind of a big deal. Uh, if you get a chance to host a game, but yeah, then you go somewhere in a bowl game and get beat the next time. It's I don't know. I, I don't know that I like the on campus games. Really? Yeah, How a come? couple of reasons. I don't think that there's enough. There's going to be enough to distinguish the teams that are playing on campus because the the teams that what is that the uh, the quarterfinals. So those teams, um, what is that? The first what team? How many teams? The first. Well, let's see. The first four. There's four teams that play. Seeds thirteen through sixteen will play on campus. Thirteen seeds thirteen through sixteen will play or, on campus. Excuse me. I'm sorry. There's twelve seeds. Nine through twelve will play on campus. The first eight. Yeah, right, so the first eight don't play. Yeah. The first eight don't play. Okay. Yeah. So usually, usually. You know, there's something to distinguish the first, you know. I mean, throughout the time, it's been, you know, really no more than five teams that have, like, you could say these are the separate teams, all right? So yeah. the first eight teams get a bye. Right. The next, the next, what? how many did you say? The next? Next four teams play two games. I believe that's right. Okay, Randy, the next four. Two, so what is, what, is, games. what is going to differentiate the next four teams from each other to where to, to where you say these two teams deserve a home game and these two teams don't. Seating is there? It's going to be. I know seating, seating but based yeah. on based oh, on what I, subjective I what rankings, you know, it's not like these teams played each other and right. they deserve it. Like you know, 
it's there's not going to be anything that's going to separate really teams nine through twelve that much yeah, to where you'd right. say this team is so much better they deserve a home game. So cool. I don't like it in that aspect. And also, it's like eight and nine seeds in basketball. That's what they are. It's like eight and nine yeah. seeds in basketball. Who's better, the eight or the nine? Who gets the revenue from the home game? I'm going to guess it goes into the playoff pool, and you mm-hmm. probably get expenses for hosting. But, um, but, but that's just expenses. Be it. Yeah, that would yeah, probably. But think be about this too, Trey. Fair. I'm thinking about this even as you're talking. Those four teams that play in the first round, two of them are going to lose. Mm-hmm. They they can't play in these other bowl. There are. There are 36 other bowl games. Those two teams that lost, they're gone. They can't play in one of the other. I'm assuming they can't play in one of the other 36 bowl games. So mm-hmm. where are the other 36 bowl games going to get their teams? From uh, uh, APR? <laughs> teams, that, teams that. Five and seven. All which right. We're, to eliminate. We were two eliminate and ten, that. but we're bowling. Yep. Yep. Hopefully they don't put out a video like Arkansas did. <laughs> just get right over the goals. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I don't see a big advantage for teams, you know, eight and nine, you know, I agree that they with get, you. or nine and ten that they yeah. get some big advantage over eleven and twelve. I mean, you could have you could have, I know we're just talking about Cal. You could have Cal as you know the twelve. And, I mean, or the the eleven and then the ten is so much better and there and it's. Uh, it's Rutgers, you know, if on the other side of the country. <laughs> and and that's, you know, I, I just don't agree with that. I don't think it's uh, – I don't think it's – they've done enough to warrant a home game like that. So. Well, obviously we're not the ones that made this plan, so we'll see. No. I, I still think playing on a home campus is going to be a pretty big deal. The teams that host, oh, yeah. that'll be a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean – I, I mean, that's going to be incredibly exciting to host basically a bowl game in your home stadium um, with a chance to advance. But, yeah, I don't know that they deserve it. I mean, they deserve to, to be in it. I, I'm not saying that, but just to deserve to have a home game over another team when they basically did the same thing. Trey, we got to go. It's Arkansas Razorback yeah. baseball time. That's Trey Beatty of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.